is going on, guys? I go by the name of Cleo Thomas, aka Mr. Slick Living. I am the anomaly Will Farrow. We are two thirds of the RK Tokens, and this is Coin Toss. This podcast is brought to you by Gridiron Gaming, powered by the PFRPA, and of course, produced by Thunder Studios. All right, Will. This past weekend, it was the final stage of the Smash Bowl, bro. It concluded with the last eight competitors fighting for glory. The final players were placed in a single elimination bracket. Those who advanced to the winner side brackets of their stage two groups were given the advantage of choosing the rule set they would use in their round one sets. While those who advanced through the loser side were able to veto this choice up to three times. So even if you think you was in the position to win, Will, your opponent could pull the whoop-de-doo. And next thing you know, you are playing in a completely different match that unfortunately does not have anything to help you with. Right. In the final match, Spargo and Sharp settled on the Sammy singles rule set in which each player has one stock. The only stage available is Yoshi's story with hazards turned on and the timer is set to two minutes. The rule set also uses a best of nine format rather than the best of seven. Mm. Yes. So with that being introduced, Cleo, after a grueling bracket full of the best of seven sets, it appeared that Edgar Spargo Valdez, the young prodigy from Tijuana, was the last player standing. Spargo mm. earned nearly every prize available throughout the entire event, the entire event, excuse me, and it totaled out to over $4,000, nearly $5,000 in prizes and money from this tournament. Congratulations to Edgar Spargo Valdez. And while this was the end of the Smash Bowl, this isn't, this isn't the end for this. This isn't the end for oh, all no. of this. You think it's over? It's not the nope. end of the Smash content for Gridiron Gaming. No, because why? Nope. Next weekend, Gridiron Gaming presents Gridiron Clash. It is a eight-man invitational spanning over two days. Two coasts, and it is hosted by Juan Hungry Box the Bima. The East and West Coast players will compete in their own round robin pool, which will determine the final bracket for Sunday. The top two players mm. of each pool will advance to the winner's side of the final bracket. Now, while mm. the bottom two players will advance to the loser side, the East Coast pool will consist of Mr. E, Leon, The Buzz, and Sharp, while the West Coast pool will consist of B Ness, MVD, MK Leo, and of course, the winner of this recent Smash Bowls tournament, Spargo. You can watch this new tournament this weekend and, of course, twitch.tv slash Hungrybox. So if you want to make sure you get to go see some of these favorite Smash players that you had in the Smash Bowl, get their revenge on some of the people they may have taken L's to. Some people may come out on top, just like, of course, with the Smash Bowl. You never know what is going to happen. So if you want to continue the Smash Bowl fun, check out twitch.tv slash Hungrybox, and you will be able to check out all the fun coming to the gridiron clash man all that smash bros content all these this tournament just went on for almost two and a half months will and guess what still not done with they still get a chance to see some of their favorite competitors go at it different rule sets different characters it's going to be an amazing thing man and that's what's so good about this tournament and being able to bring all these people together man this is really dope this is very dope, man. But speaking of also dope and competitors, of course, you know, with this show, we always like to kind of keep up with the current stuff and everything like that. And so um, speaking of competitors, 
I think one of you and I's favorite competitors in the WWE finally got a chance to have the spotlight. And believe me when I tell you, she did not miss. So this past Sunday, the WWE had their classic event, the Royal Rumble. For those that don't know too much about the Royal Rumble, it is when a 30 man and now 30 woman set of matches are to be thrown over the top rope. The last person inside will advance to WrestleMania, the showcase of the immortals for a guaranteed title match. And of course, on the women's side, someone that we have been rocking with since the beginning of her career, Bianca Belair, survived, Mm -hmm. what, 57 minutes. And I think over 50, almost an hour inside the ring at number three. And she took it all. The EST is about to be the EST of WrestleMania. Cleo, man, how are you feeling about that, bro? Bianca Belair said it best in her post-match interview. You can't spell WrestleMania without EST. She is so good at what she does. She is, she, her character is one thing, right? But her ability in that ring, she is naturally gifted. There's nothing she can't do. She's incredibly fast, incredibly strong, incredibly skilled. She's been an athlete her entire life, man. So it's well deserved. I'm so excited the fact that we get to have her going into WrestleMania. We don't know who she's challenging just yet. There's two yes. uh, belts that she could choose from. She could choose to yep. take on the match and go at it with Sasha Banks. That's the one I would like to see. I would love to see two black girls walk into that ring and put on a crazy match. Sasha Banks knows yep. how to put a match together. Well, you, you combine that with the ability of Bianca Belair being able to pull off anything. Bro, it's going to be incredible. I I hope she chooses that. Uh, On the other spectrum, who is on the Raw side holding the title tournament? The EST Ah. versus the Empress of Tomorrow. I got to be honest. Hold on. Everything I just said, I don't know. But this is what you're not not comparing. This is what you're not thinking. So let me catch you up on this, though. In the pre-show, currently, Asuka and Charlotte were the women tag team title champions. They lost in the Mm pre-show. We could get somehow a woman's match. Charlotte takes it from Oscar. And now what we really want to see, the best in the world. I don't care what nobody say. The best female wrestler in the world versus the EST for the Raw Women's Championship. These two have went nose to nose before. And they teased it. They get they teased it for yep. us months ago. We saw Charlotte. It was too Flair. early though. It was too early. It was too early for sure. For sure, it wasn't her time. Not yet. Not yet. But now, that's it. Charlotte Flair versus Bianca Belair WrestleMania match title on the line. Book it. I want it. Book. Come it. on, man. I either, want to see that happen. Way, either way, bro. Bianca Belair cannot lose. Even if she, even if for some reason, you know, I'm not gonna put that in the air, but it doesn't go her way. She's all ready one and she is a prime example just like uh you know like our today's guest is going to be hard work determination never wavering continuing to be positive continuing to be herself and it got her here and then it's already the ground like all the ground that she's breaking and the records that she's already been setting one you know let's we can just run down the list of that and potential stuff coming 
One, holds the record for the most eliminations in the Women's Royal Rumble match. Two, survived the longest, and, and, and it's not confirmed, I believe in the men's and women's together as mm. a Royal Rumble winner. First black mm. woman to win the Royal Rumble. Actually, and if I'm mm. be honest, she might be, no, 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 no. She is the second, I believe, the second black person to win the Royal Rumble outside of The Rock. Mm -hmm. Um, Fourth, she will be the first black woman to be a Royal Rumble number one contender competing for a championship at WrestleMania. If she faces Sasha Banks, that will be the first women's championship match where two black women will headline as that. And let's not forget, she could headline WrestleMania. Now, we don't know if that's in the air, if that's true, because, you know, of course, Edge won the men's Royal Rumble. There's no no telling who he's choosing. But depending on if Flair gets that belt, yeah, Bianca Belair could be the first black woman to main event WrestleMania. Duh. It's a lot on her shoulders. And if I'm just going to be honest, I don't think that there's no one else that is going to rise to the occasion more than her with all of this on her shoulders. She is oh. going to still come out flawlessly. And I can't wait for the fit, bro. The fit. The that, that's the thing. People people got to take this into consideration. She's living it. She's breathing it. And us as fans, we we respect that. And we appreciate that. So that's why we root for them so much. And we want to see the, those opportunities and those situations happen to those specific individuals underneath the WWE umbrella. The fact that she's back there at home creating her outfits that she's gonna wrestle in she's sewing them together she's applying the sequences while going over what the match is gonna be like in her head while making sure yo is my mic game on i'm on point i'm gonna be able to hit this this mark this spot she does all of that now you combine that with sasha who we appreciated just as much for the same thing sasha was the oh. exact same way her first her first couple years in the business she's the vet now so either one She's Bianca's already went out, went at it with Bailey. She got a dub over her. That's right. Mm -hmm. So she's got to go knock yeah. off the other horse women. So it may be Sasha, then Charlotte, and Sasha then maybe. she'll have to come and deal with <laughs> Becky when once the Becky man comes around. Oh God! No one cares. No, I can't wait. No, that's I'm you. Okay. But when the man comes around, yeah, it's gonna yeah, be something. Know. We but know. yeah, but uh, before before we get in the interview, I just want to definitely uh, also spotlight one more thing. So um, for this month, of course, it is February, so it is Black History Month. So we definitely want to all, uh, give a little bit of information when it comes to, of course, Black History. But we want to do it with video games. So, yeah. um, Cleo, are you familiar with who Gerald A. Lawson is? I am not, though the name does sound familiar. So please, and I would like I I would like you if you could. How many consoles do you have in your room right now? One, two, three, four, five, six. So, it is because of Gerald A. Lawson that you have these consoles in your home. So okay. Gerald A. Lawson is considered the godfather of video games. This is the man who created the first home video game system that used it, that used, excuse me, interchangeable cartridges, offering games a chance to play a variety of games and giving video game makers a way to earn profit by selling individual video games. 
Gerald A. Lawson is the reason why the video game system and industry is the way it is today. Wow. Born in Brooklyn, New York. Yes, indeed. Brooklyn, New York, man, is the reason we have cartridges. Is a reason we, you know, collected video games for their artwork, needed a manual inside of it. Just last night, just last night, I was on eBay looking up uh, Final Fantasy VII. I wanted the PS1 uh, three-disc original cassette. Yeah. I wanted that case. But knowing that I wouldn't have wanted that or that never would have been an option if my man didn't help create cartridges for our consoles. That's yeah. That's beautiful man shout out to gerald a lawson man thank you so much for you know all you've done for us gamers all around the world yes indeed man salute to you thank you so much man we we i don't think a lot of this would be possible if it wasn't for you like coin toss uh <laughs> thunder gaming just any of this man so we just to gerald a lawson to his family we just want to salute you thank you for so much for paving the way to just be a little bit different than everybody and never changing your thought process because it's made it helped create the arcade tokens and so we are thankful for it and and so concluding with that it's time to get into the interview okay yeah smash man. bowl is over we got another over. smash guest in the building so we definitely want to get ready to talk to him so it's time for us to go ahead and flip to the other side of this coin Hey guys, open up a world of choices at over 50 resorts and casinos with your Caesars Rewards and get rewarded for doing everything you enjoy. Earn reward points when you play, dine, stay, bet, party, or relax at Caesars Reward destinations. Then redeem for free or discounted hotel stays, offers for dining, shopping, shows, and much more. Put simply, Caesars Reward offers endless ways to learn the benefits you love, Learn more and sign up free today at caesars.com slash my rewards. All right, guys, another special guest for you guys today on Coin Toss, representing uh, not only Baltimore, but also Missouri. I would consider him an OG player when it comes to Smash Bros, because he's been playing since the N64, Will. All right. He's okay. been playing Smash Bros since the remote controller had three like prongs sticking out of it, looking like you know a trident upside down. So to this day, the N64 controller is always going to bother me. Well, as great as it is, it's like, eh, still feels weird in your hands even to this day, man. Uh, our special guest today, ladies and gentlemen, uh, he's been playing in the Smash Bros tournament. You've seen him make a whole bunch of highlights during the tournament. Welcome, Yes, to the building, to the Coin Toss Podcast. What's up, Yes? Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's going on, everybody? What's going on? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. For sure, for sure, yeah, man. Sure. We are really happy to have you here today, brother. Yes, indeed. So man. off top, so, yes. man. For off top, oh, no, man. No, no, no. You, you've been playing Smash Bros. since the very first uh, iteration of the game, right? The crazy part is, I believe right. the anniversary passed just not too long ago. Uh, I have to ask you. Out of that very small roster of characters compared to what we know now, the Smash Bros. Ultimate uh, uh, roster, who was your main when you were playing Smash Bros. on the N64? Oh, on the N64? Let's see. Oh, I, I think I mained Link, I'm pretty sure. Like, because um, I remember back in, like, the old days, oh, my gosh, when I used to play N64, um, it was, like, me, my brother, and my grandmother actually would play with us. I think my grandmother actually got me into video games and, like, I remember anytime I was Link and like I got my brother in the corner with Link, I would like always like spam the jab, the rapid jab. I would just keep doing it to him. It was crazy, yeah. Yeah, man. 
<laughs> you just said your uh your, your grandma got you in the video game so it was like yo like what was your grandma playing where were you just like yo like okay yo like grandma what's this like do you remember those games yeah um let's see so basically like my, my grandmother she was a big video game player really really big video game player like she had like all the games for n64 um she used to like we used to play with her um this one game called gauntlet legends this is like a really like a classic where like you can play with like a bunch of your friends and everything so like we would always do super smash brothers with her like gauntlet legends um i think Star Fox 64 usually too and uh yeah it was always a good time like she she basically um she basically grew me up on like video games and stuff like that cleo we old bro we are old we're old we're old bro we <laughs> we are at the stage my grandmother is a huge gamer did you just <laughs> let that sink in my grandmother is a huge video gamer <laughs> my grandmama used to tell me that is the devil's contraption and you need to take your butt outside <laughs> that's true we've come so far with gaming so man. Far. we've come so far and you gotta love it you gotta appreciate its evolution over time man uh okay so knowing that gauntlet legends smash bros were some of your favorite n64 games um I, I do remember actually this this cover for gauntlet legends i don't remember actually playing it but I do have to bring this game to the token, the arcade tokens podcast, and figure out if we're going to be able to play this because it seems like it's a four-player uh, co-op game, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right, right. It's on. It's on N sixty four. I don't know. Maybe they made a like a re a remake or something. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We gotta, okay. Uh, get in touch with the keeper of games, man, and figure this out. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. absolutely, man. So, for you, for you to be playing. Smash Bros. since the very first N64 uh, version of the game. And then, of course, here we are with Smash Ultimate. You're currently competing in the Smash Bros. tournament, which you've been just just a monster at. How long have you been playing competitively when it comes to Smash Bros.? Let's see. Competitively, I've I've been playing competitive Smash Brothers ever since, let's see, Super Smash Brothers Melee? Because, uh, yeah, Brawl? Like, I used to always play um, Smash Brothers Brawl, which was for the Wii. And um, I used mm -hmm. to just play that for fun. You know, I wasn't a like a competitive person. I just always just loved uh, mostly the story mode. Uh, Smash Brothers Brawl is really famous for um, the story mode called Subspace Emissary, and everybody yeah. loved it. You know, but like um, when I got into competitive Smash, it was more so melee, and then um, Smash for Wii U and 3DS. Because I remember in melee, I used Ganon. He was really cool. You know, like moving around really smooth. And then um, in uh, Smash for Wii U and 3DS, I would use uh, Toon Link. And then I slowly switched over to Ike, which is my main now. Mm. Mm. Dang, Ike, man, Ike is different. <laughs> so, like, in in in, in ultimate though, like, which one? What I would have to say, like, uh, as people have said, like, normally, like, your characters get nerfed a lot and stuff like that. Have any of your mains in the most current one been nerfed? And which one was like the most disappointing for you? Uh, let's see. Honestly. Oh, yeah. Actually, none of my characters got nerfed, thankfully, actually. So, like, because I used um, Toon Link, yeah, in the, the Wii U 3DS one. And, like, I don't think Toon Link didn't really get any changes, I think. If anything, he probably got buffs. But the main change, uh, I remember everyone was always, like, making fun of me and stuff because they were like, yo, like, yes, you know, he used Ike in uh, Smash for uh, Wii U and 3DS and stuff like that. And they were like, and then in Smash Brothers Ultimate, like, Ike got so many buffs, like, his, like, his up B move got buffed, his like dash attack move, like his forwarder, you know, everything got buffed. And they were like, 
they're like, you know, like, you know, Yez is the nicest guy anyway. And like, he deserves it. You know, Sakurai gave it to him, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> a blessing in disguise for sure came for Ike, man. Uh, my brother's been playing as Ike, um, I, I want to say since Melee. I, I think Melee, or even after that, is that that's the battle we've always had. I've been maining Link my entire life. Since the N64, I've never jumped off of a Link character. But at the same time, I've never jumped into the competitive scene either. So knowing the fact that, you know, these characters do get nerfed and they get buffed. And then even with Link in the, in the Smash Ultimate uh, game, he's not the Link from Ocarina of Time or any of the original games. He's actually the one from, uh, was it Birth of the Wild? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Pretty cool, man. Uh, recently, Sephiroth was the most recent DLC character announced for Smash. Mm. Your thoughts on seeing Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII enter into the Smash Bros. Uh, universe? Man, Sephiroth. Holy cow. I think, like, Sephiroth was one of the coolest characters that, like, I've ever seen. Because, like, I remember, like, the last time we got a cool character for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate... I want to say it was Joker. I remember uh, Joker when Joker came out. You know, you know they're singing the song. They're like, dun -dun 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 and everything. And everyone was, everyone was going crazy. Everyone was like, oh my gosh, Joker's in the game, bro. And then when Sephiroth came out, everyone lost their mind. They were like, when they heard the music, it was like, dun -dun -dun -dun. everyone was like, oh my gosh, no way, bro. So yeah, I think like Sephiroth, he was so cool. He's so hype. Like I honestly, I wanted to main him for a bit, but um, I decided to stick to Ike because like um. I, I put a lot of work into Ike, you know, so I, I decided to stick with him. Nice. Okay, so now I, uh, one thing I'd have to ask, because I am very much a, uh, a a novice player, and so from what I'm hearing uh, with the, the characters that you like to pick, um, yours is kind of like kind of in the same role as Cleo's, correct me if I'm wrong, Cleo, but y'all more play with the more realistic like characters kind of with the sword play the shield as a whether you uh as opposed to like the more goofy characters to that not to really call them goofy but like your kirby's your king deities your donkey kongs and stuff like that have you noticed uh pros and cons between playing with the two and why you decided to uh, go that route rather than the other one yeah that's that's actually a really good question actually um actually i actually really love that question because um there's a lot of um, players that I noticed that, yeah, they do use um, some kind of weird characters. Um, you call them like weird slash like gimmicky, I would say gimmicky. Um, there one of my, Yeah, <laughs> like one of my coaches, he uh, uses the word gimmicky a lot. Like um, you have characters that are really, really simple, right? So you got like um, characters like Ike, you know, he just has a sword, you know, he, he has no special powers or anything. He just, I guess a guy with a sword. And you have somebody like um, Lucina, you know, Lucina's a female who just like swings a sword as well. But then, like, the kind of weird gimmicky characters, you got people like Hero, where Hero is, like, someone who uses, like, a whole bunch of spells, and, like, he can power himself up. He can do a bunch of crazy stuff. But um, I really like that question because, like, yeah, pretty much for me, um, I don't really... I'm not really one to use, like, weird characters. I'm always someone who really focused on my gameplay as fundamentals, they call it. So, like, um, fundamentals of, like, Super Smash Brothers is, like, um, trying to space your moves so that when you swing like uh the opponent can like they can block right but if you make sure it's like spaced really really well then you swing and they block and they shouldn't be able to like punish you for it you know so like i do a lot of um fundamentals like in my gameplay and stuff and that's like the mastering the basics of super smash brothers and that's like it really like carried me you know to like my um you know beating top players and you know getting far in, in tournaments and stuff like it's just you know the basic fundamentals of the game stuff like that yeah I now know I have not learned the fundamentals. 
That's how Cleo keep kicking my ass. Because that's just what he be doing, too. That's what you be doing. Just what he just said. I can never, because I used to play with Captain Kirby, and I can never get close Mm -hmm. to him. And I was just like, that's it. He found his perfect spot to be able to hit to where I can't pay it back. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm learning. I'm a lot, learning, of, a lot of I'm spacing, learning. you know, a lot of playing footsie, being able to know your range, man. Like, come on, I've been playing since the N64. I know my <laughs> character, man. That's all that is, man. Um, listen, you've, you've been a pro player for the United States uh, Army eSports team, and you represent the Players vs. Everyone organization. Please tell me more about that and how that came about. Yeah, yeah, uh, no problem. Um, so basically, um, the U.S. Army esports team, it's like an organization for, uh, people that are in the army and everything, um, and, like, uh, it's just basically, like, a chance for, uh, soldiers to do some, like, gaming and stuff like that, you know, and, um, they can just kind of do something else while, like, being a part of something bigger than themselves, you know, and it, like, it helps to, like, just allow people to collaborate and, um, socialize together, stuff like that. I really like the, the chance that the, um, the esports team gave to me, um, but, um, because of like the COVID pandemic and stuff like that, um, the Army Esports team kind of like uh, it's kind of took a step back a little bit for now. You know, we can't like travel to like tournaments and stuff like that for right now. But um, on the other side of things, the PVE Players versus Everyone is um a recently picked up sponsored by me actually too. I really like them a lot. Um, they saw like I was doing really good in tournaments and everything, and like I had a really nice personality to them, and they were like, yeah, like you know, like let's pick this guy up and stuff. So. I really like, um, they're really welcoming, you know, to their community and stuff. They welcome everybody. They're really kind to people. Um, they accept great players and stuff like that. And they just, they've been supporting me for, for a while now. And um, yeah, I can't wait to make make more uh, moments with them and stuff. You know, really, really supportive team. So, yep, yep. Congratulations, brother. Congrats good. on that. Yeah, congrats. Yeah. <laughs> so I just got to know, too, uh, being in the United States uh, esports team, um, you know, normally we'll have like uh, NFL legends on here and stuff like that. I think one big thing we do ask when they game and stuff is just like, yo, are you playing what you're in or do it's just like, yo, I do this for a living. I don't want to play it on a video game. I want to do something else. Have you seen them do kind of the same thing with the army cast? It's like, yo, I don't want to do Call of Duty. Like, give me Overcooked 2 and let me play that instead. Like, is that is that the truth or are they on COD as well? <laughs> well, honestly, as far as like the um the Army Esports team goes, they have um they have a lot of different games that you can play. They have like um they have Smash Brothers, um pretty sure the Tekken, I think they have Street Fighter as well. Um, and they have stuff like Overwatch, you know, and uh, I'm pretty sure they're starting to add like a Fortnite one too, I believe. But um, there's yeah, there's a range of different games for the Army esports team and stuff. They're they're really good with that, and um, yeah, it's it's okay. definitely great opportunities for you know anyone and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I like it and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> dope stuff, bro. So yes, I gotta ask you, man. You've uh, you know you entered into the Smash Bowl tournament. You earned almost three Gs already playing in this thing, man. Uh, the esports world and, and gaming as a whole has become such a such a lucrative business, not only for the you know the, the companies that make the games, but the people who play the games, man. The people who understand it and are not only great on the controller, but are also good in front of a camera, like yourself. We do have a great personality and are able to talk and are able to speak. So you know, my question is to you, you know, what is your business plan? What do you see the next three to five years being for for yes uh in, in this in this gaming you know huge medium that we have now this platform has changed so much and so drastically over the last five years what do you see the next three to five years being for you mm, yeah that's a good question i think the next three to five years for me i definitely want to continue um doing what i'm doing 
um, like job related, professionally, like army stuff. I definitely want to stay in that for as long as I can, um, at least 20 years if, if I can. Um, and then I think on the side of gaming, I'm going to keep doing the um, tournaments and stuff on the side as much as I can because I actually, I really enjoy streaming. Like, um, I didn't really know about streaming too much uh, when I first started coming up competitively. And then some people told me, they're like, you know, like, yes, like, you know, you're pretty good at the game, you know, and like, you know, you're kind of nice, you know, I think you'll be a good streamer. So like, I just started streaming and stuff like that. And I think if I continue like streaming, maybe further down the line, I think um, I could probably maybe, maybe get big if I just keep doing well in tournaments, you know, uh, keep beating maybe top players and stuff like that, you know, keep the personality and uh, keep streaming, you know, and I also uh, recently switched over. Um, I used to like do some um, like uh, cursing a little bit when I streamed and stuff, but I think I, I moved over to family friendly actually. And I, I like really like that. Cause like I noticed it was another streamer that I was watching. Um, he's a Fortnite streamer named Nick A30. And you know, he's really like positive and family friendly and everything. And I really like that vibe. And so what I want to do, if I ever get big, like down the line, you know, three to five years from now, I want to just continue to be family friendly and, you know, keep being positive, you know, and have like a positive influence to like people in the community and stuff like Smash Bros, like top players, but also like younger, you know, people that want to get into the game, you know, maybe they're not as good. And like, um, maybe I could like help them out, you know, coaching, stuff like that, you know? So I think, um, yeah, I could probably uh, get bigger further down the line. Yeah. Go ahead now, bro. But love the positive yeah. mindset. I love it. You rarely yes. hear someone be able to plot that out from in a positive way, like knowing that that's the lane I want to take. That's yes. Congratulations, brother. Yes, that's going to be beautiful. Yes, <laughs> and, and, and and we and he and he wasn't playing. And I agree with him when we said that, bro. Like you have a very camera ready personality. Like yo, it's like mm -hmm. very pleasing to see you on screen. Like the way you carry yourself, the way you articulate. It's like yo. Even what you're asking for, I, and I'll be honest with you, it, it probably will not take three to five years. You might see this within the next one or two if you decide that you want to do it now. So I'm just letting you know that. I'm not saying that just to say it, bro. Like, you really are very good on camera, and I just cannot wait to see how you progress down the line already at this age. So, uh, but here on Coin Toss, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> My fault. But uh, here on Coin Toss, we have a few questions that we normally tend to uh, ask all of our play, uh, Smash Bros. players and football legends. So, I'm going to let Cleo do his how he normally acts. So, I'm going to start with mine. So, one thing I want to know first before I ask what do you represent more, Baltimore or Missouri? <laughs> I'm going to have to say, I got to say Baltimore, only because, like, the reason is because I, I, I haven't stayed in Missouri that long. I stayed in here for, well, it has been a, it has been like almost three years, but that seems like a long time. But yeah, I was raised, yeah, like Owings Mills, Maryland, like in Baltimore. And I was, I was born in Baltimore, but then raised Owings Mills, Maryland and stuff. So I got to say Baltimore, like I love the Ravens as well. You know, the Ravens, the Ravens aren't that good. I like the Ravens and like, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to stick with Baltimore. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm so glad you brought that up, and I'm so glad you mentioned the Ravens. So one big thing I'm, I think makes a team like a legit team is its mascot. I'm like, if you ain't got a dope mascot, that's why you're not going to win in life. Uh, so what I wanted to know was, since you are from Baltimore, if Baltimore decided to get a representative from the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate roster, who do you think would be the best representative for Boston. I mean, I'm sorry, for uh, Baltimore. I'm so sorry, Baltimore. For Baltimore. And don't say think? Falco. <laughs> <laughs> Falco, everyone knows Falco's like the most ghetto character in the game. <laughs> 
He's the most I went for somebody from character. Oakland to get on here. And it was like, okay, you can use Falco. If you say Oakland, you can use Falco. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so if it has to be um so we're talking about a character to represent Baltimore, right? Yep. The face of Baltimore mm. is this Smash Bros character. All right, so let's see. The face of Baltimore. If the face of Baltimore had to be a Smash character, ooh, I think I'd have to go with Oh no, I don't know. I don't even know if I want to say it. <laughs> but What's it gonna be, bro? I, I, I think I think I'm gonna have to say Wolf. And let, hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> mm, <laughs> that's a. That's okay. The reason I think Wolf is because uh Wolf in Smash Bros. and in in his games and stuff, Wolf is portrayed as a character who's like, he's a uh, he's tough. You know, he's really tough. And, you know, people from Baltimore, they can be, they're tough. You know, they can they can stand up, you know, on their own two feet. You know, they can uh, defend themselves and everything like that. You know, and, like, even Wolf, he even's got the aesthetic. Like, he's got the black, you know, sometimes with the black. And he's got a, a gun, too. You know, it's like a laser. Stuff like that. So, I think, like, Wolf is a pretty cool guy to, like, represent Baltimore. You know, he's not, he's not a raven or, like, a falcon or anything like that. But, like, he's pretty, like, bad ASS. Like, he's pretty bad, you know. So, I, th- I think I, I would choose him, yeah. Good choice. I definitely see Wolf with a Baltimore mind state now. <laughs> For sure. I'm never For gonna sure. see this now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah Wolf man. is from Baltimore. Every movie. Even being Wolf. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, next question for you, man. Uh, you've been playing again. I'll say it again because very, very, we're we're meeting people who play Smash Ultimate and started at Melee, uh, but never mm-hmm. had a chance to go back and really play on the N64. Um, we've, we've met some people who have tried and they're like, it's just so clunky. It's so bad. I'm like, we know, like, we know that's just what the console was at the time. We know. Um, I have to ask you though, in, in your tournaments, which remote controller are you playing with? Are you playing with the GameCube remote? Are you playing with the, uh, the Nintendo pro controller? I've heard a lot of different, um, different iterations. We've heard people walking in with joy cons and, and into tournaments and playing with that. So what are you competing with? Uh oh yeah so basically uh I just I just use my mouse right here so you know, <laughs> no, I'm playing I'm playing I'm playing oh hey yo bro, bro, I, bro. bro. <laughs> I was about to I was about to sell my switch if if he, he was for me. real I was about to sell he this. got me yep he got me I, I was like I'm gonna stop really I'm gonna stop talking crap to Cleo never again I was like Cleo we all suck we we all suck. that's it if he was if that was a real thing bro it'd be a wrap. It'd be a complete be- wreck. No. I don't know why my brain shut off for a minute. I was like, mouse. <laughs> it can't be. Because you know what? Mm-hmm. Imagine showing up at the tournament and he's like, yo, y'all ready? Yeah. What? <laughs> the keyboard and mouse, like. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. But now nah, the, the controller that I actually use is um the GameCube controller. I use this one right here. Um, mm-hmm. I got it from this this website called controllerchaos.com. It's really, really cool. I like it a lot. It looks like this and everything. Oh, that's and, um, oh, wow. Yeah, it's got, like, the Evo thing on there. Um, they just put it, like, as a label and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I like it a lot. I think this controller is honestly, um, it's the most comfortable to me. I've been using it ever since, um, yeah, Melee, pretty much. And um, people say it's, it's one of the best because, like, it has these notches in here where, like, in the controller, it's got, like, some notches right here. And you can see the notches right. here, and then you can see it also uh, for the C stick, the yellow stick. And um, right. basically, these notches help it to like um, pinpoint like where you want your move to go, right? So like, if I wanted to yep. like put a move like diagonally down or something, I could like put it like right in the notch right there, and it won't move at all, you know. So it's like really, really oh, specific and stuff. I, I really like that a lot. 
And um, so, yeah, it's just the most comfortable. Mm -hmm. So th the standard GameCube remote, it doesn't have those notches, does it? Mm -hmm. I, I think not usually, no, not usually. Like um, usually the GameCube wow. controllers, if they do have the notches, it's very, very like, like minimal Subtle. like the, the in yeah. yeah the indents yeah the indents are like really really minimal but like on the controllers that you get like um the official smash controllers or like if you go to like websites um like controller uh controller websites.com stuff like that um the notches they'll like put them in there because they know those controller like websites they know what's good for like the good players and stuff they're like okay we gotta like you know up their game make it optimal so yeah they put the notches in like that I think I don't think I think like you said, Cleo. Nintendo kind of keeps that real subtle because, like, even on my Switch, you don't have like how he said those notches in there and stuff. Like, even now, I just realized mine has a glitch because I was playing Breath of the Wild, and so it keeps sliding into the diagonal thing, and then he just starts walking, and I'm just like, mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. So Nintendo, y'all may need to up your notches no, in there so we can just go straight in, man. That's a great <laughs> feature for that. We need to have just a whole segment put together of GameCube controllers, like custom GameCube controllers. Because every like every Smash person we've had on here, well, majority of them has said, I play with the GameCube controller and then, of course, like clockwork. Oh, yeah. I, yep. Everybody me right here. You know, this is, this is, this is, yeah, I just play with this little thing right here. You know? It's like showing the weapon off, right man. Right. Yeah. Show it off. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. Okay, so we got we got one more thing before we go ahead and let you go. Uh, uh, yes, okay. it's um, so it's something we like to invite you to that we do with all the Smash people. Uh, now, uh, normally we have three arcade tokens here. Uh, Pat Patrick Cloud is normally the person that asked this question, so I'm gonna try to do it as mm. best as possible as he does. So, um, we we want to invite you to a good old fashioned jumping, talking about back alley jumping in super smash bros a three on one if you will now oh, just to let yeah. you know just to let you know patrick probably very intermediate in the smash bros world cleo very advanced he is a kill he's killer at the link me still trying to get the controllers down so it's mm -hmm. not to try to beat you because we have no we have no thoughts of thinking we are. <laughs> just get one stock off of you Mm. That's our win. So we just want to know: Will you meet us in the back alley and accept our challenge for the smoke? Mm. I'm definitely, I'm definitely down. I think if we have to like um, hop in an arena or something like that, I think right. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, down. Yeah. I'm all... down. There it is. The challenge has been accepted. We will set it up. We cannot wait to jump into the arena. Three v one. It's a three v one battle, man. And our only goal, like Will said, uh, is to just try to get one stock off of a pro player that would help us feel better about ourselves in this grand scheme of smash bros the arena that we love so much man so yeah there it is we got it we got it locked in it's gonna be fun will it's gonna be fun man yes, have all these is. guys try yes, to yes it is yeah, sounds yes, good sounds good but all right um, you got anything else before we get up out of here that's about it man uh i want to say thank you so much to yes for pulling up man uh listen you you were doing Amazing work in the Smash Bowl tournament, man. You are an incredible player, an incredible creative, an incredible personality, bro. We cannot wait <laughs> to see you take off in the positive uh, positive uh, light as far as streaming goes and brand creation, man. You got our support. We can't wait to see it, bro. Hey, thanks so much. I appreciate you guys having me, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you. For sure. Yes, for indeed, sure. bro. We wish you all the best. Keep doing it, man. That kid's going places.
That kid's going places, bro. He's 22, 23? 22. 22 years old. 22. He's going places, man. Yes, his man. his his he bro. sees something in the world, man. I I was inspired just listening to the kid. I was just like, man, this kid got me feeling good on this. Okay, he know man, what he's talking about, I, I, man. I felt I felt like a, I felt like I was looking at a young Cleo right there at first. You know what oh. I'm saying? Like they were finna like redo holes, and that was who they cast as Zero, and he oh. finna follow in your path for just doing the oh. things that he want to do. I was like, man, th- this oh. kid's got it, bro. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm oh, giving I'm giving people their flowers this year. I'm giving people their flowers this year. Uh, uh-uh. I say what I want. We should, man. So I we gotta do I more say, of that, I'm, man. I'm we gotta pick that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, bro. Shout out to Yaz, man. Yeah. He uh he hit the system game, man. He definitely talked about what I love. What he touched on was regarding the characters that you choose to play as. Make sure you you have fun playing them. Like if that's what you're gonna enjoy playing mm-hmm. as. Play as that character, man, because I think a lot of people get into the competitive scene and they're just trying to, how do I win? Which is a b- very important part of it. But don't you want, you, yeah. there's got to be the fun aspect of it, because if you're just playing simply just to constantly be winning, you're not enjoying the process at all, man. You're not, and these are characters, mm-hmm. these are characters we grew up on. So I'm oh, yeah. going to use his excuse every single time y'all complain about me using Link. I just want to let you know that in advance. No, no, that don't count for you. That does oh, it not counts for count. Me. Oh, it counts for, for me. That does not. That's lucky he's not here. It counts for, for me too. <laughs> Expand your horizons, sir. Uh, okay. I'm having so even, much fun as my characters, though. So much. Fun. Listen, even, even Goku moved past the Kamehameha wave and learned something new. What? Just the saying. instant transmission Kamehameha wave? Because he Spare changed bomb. positions. Spirit bomb, Dragon though. He don't, he's not using that. He's not using that every time. Yeah, because when you do it, game over. The command exactly. man wave could be a game over, but you keep using it and it just. Anyway, well, I'm just saying, anyway. you, know, you know, if you want a better representation, Piccolo only had one move and you saw what happened to him. <sighs> yeah, yeah, take care point. of a whole son. It ain't even yours. Hey, but hey, we ain't gonna hey, give it hey. that. Uh-huh. <laughs> nah, it's another day. Goku's the worst grand, worst father in anime history. We know this. And, and we can definitely talk about that on another episode of Coin Toss. But ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank y'all for tuning in. We want to thank Gas for coming in and stopping by, talking with us about Smash Bros, talking to us with about the future and how he sees it, and basically keeping that realm of positivity alive here in the world today. Shout out to him. I'm hoping that everybody around him is also feeling that and being able to spread that to the people they know um just as well as we're gonna always be doing with the arcade tokens which you can always check out on twitch and arcade to, uh, uh, excuse me youtube channels and social media everything is dash arcade tokens except by twitch the arcade tokens very easy to remember and of course our individual pages social youtube twitch everything is slash cleo thomas slash Will Ferrell. And that goes the same for Thunder Gaming, Gridiron Gaming. Make sure you go and follow all of them. They always giving you and hitting you up with the video games that you need and all of the excitement that you want. So as always, we have been the Arcade Tokens, two thirds at least. I am the Anomaly Will Ferrell. Cleo Thomas, I came Mr. Slick Living. I'm Patrick Cloud, and we will catch you <laughs> next time.